This is my mommy and daddy. Listen up, people. Episode 5? Episode 5. I'm taking the lead on this one, man. Driving the boat. Yeah, I think I, think I got this one going. So it's Sam with my co-host Caitlin. This is a uh, untitled. Damn, I can't even say my own name. You gotta, you taking all the way over? Yeah, like. All right, I don't this like. This is an untitled, unmastered <laughs> podcast. <laughs> to be fair, this is a new fair, motherfucking captain on the on the boat. I like it because I actually hate saying my own name. Like, yo, we never get the intro right. That's, that's kind of the our, best that's one. kind of our thing. Yeah, but that was the best You're one. You're ruining my my moment Sorry. right all now. Sorry, all right, go. Yeah, this is episode five. We're uh, recording on a Monday afternoon, which is which is rare. Yeah, um, very rare. That's why I was about to say episode five, barely. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some chaotic weekends, and I haven't been feeling so well. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Sam's taking over. Yeah, so I wanted to get some things off of my chest Uh-oh. this week. Which um, is not, that's rare, because rarely do you ever, like, right, right, right. need to get things but, off But um, So I got a birthday coming birthday coming up. Oh, air horn. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> How old Yo, are you gonna be? This is my Scotty Pippen year, you know, thirty three. You know what I'm saying? So, you're really seasoned. I'm getting up. But now the only reason why I think you're quote unquote older is because when I met you Because I'm a year older. That's how that's kinda like two years older than uh, me. But that's a natural three. thing in life. Oh, you mean older than you. No, but I'm just thinking like when I think about when we first met and stuff, like even thinking about uh Sabrina. Yes. I didn't know if you wanted me to say her name or not. Oh, no, that's cool. Shout okay. out to my niece. She's like a grown-ass lady <laughs> Well, I now. know, but you know. It's crazy to you. Philly people are super, super. Yo, so that's one of the things that Caitlin and I go back and forth about, about this podcast, is about drop, name dropping. Like, some of my homies listen to the podcast, and they be like, yo, why she do that? Why she say that? Or why she... Like, it's a big thing, name dropping the Philly. Like, we're potting, baby. Like, we're yeah, doing it. Well, yeah, not we, baby we, to you. We also don't got to be Joe, though. You know no, th- but I'm just, my goal with this podcast is to be transparent. And one of the things I explained to Sam, um, using the Joe Budden podcast as an example, why it's so pot. I mean, it was just recently named the number one streamed podcast on Spotify for 2019. And that's huge. For you know that type of podcast, mm-hmm. a hip hop you know culture podcast. Yo, is that my? But um, is that my? Is that, my, is that my speaker? No. Oh okay. That's no. Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, but so his podcast was named the number one podcast, and I think the reason why is because he's so transparent and vulnerable with just his life experiences so of course i'm not coming on here and i'm not going to say anything that's going to get anybody incriminated or in trouble or anything like that nothing like that even exists no but but and i would never do something like that even if it did um so when i say name drop it's i'm just telling my stories Mm-hmm, and I just sure. and you have so many stories. There's but five weeks into this. You I'm know like, what though? I know I haven't shared. I'm like, anything. when is Sam gonna start? <laughs> but you know what's his crazy stories. though? Our recollection of the stories that we share are completely different. Like you have your rendition of it, and Which then is I the have truth. The, no. <laughs> I have the factual version of oh, things. Okay. You seem sometimes you romanticize a lot of stuff. No. Which is if cool. anything, I traumatize a lot of stuff. <laughs> Whatever. See, <laughs> romanticize, traumatize, whatever. So, what did you do last week? What did, you got anything good to share? Let's start there. Let's um, open up with baby steps. How well, was your week last my week? My week is pretty normal. You know, I have a really bad memory, so I don't like. I I base my real quick. Okay. He just said our recollection recollection of things is different, and just pay attention, everybody. He just admitted he has a really bad memory. So just everybody knows that. Right. Me. Okay. Everyone who knows. Continue. Me. So, what were you doing? So, I was um, training. You know, I train every day. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, run my training business. So, I've been picking up a lot of new clients, um, and that's a good thing. But I've been re- really busy on that and just trying to tie up the loose ends within my business. But uh, on a personal level, um, I've been, you know, as far as even staying on the workout you know, subject, I've been really focusing on getting my body right, put, um, putting on some good weight, getting stronger. I felt, it felt as though in f- the first week in a while, I had a great lifting, uh, I had a great week of lifting. So that was like the forefront of my week last week. Mm-hmm. It just 
really getting after it on the lifting tip, making sure that I'm taking my supplements and or which is like uh, protein and shit mm-hmm. like that. Really boring. It's not really action packed, but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my week was cool, regular. What about you? Well, I too worked out uh, this past week. You work out? I well, okay, I did for a while, and then I have not since I moved out here. I kind of like you know new relationship fell off mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff luckily i didn't gain any of the weight back um however i have been down and out with my back for the last like three months or so so th- this yeah, was the first yeah, time i was able to actually even try to do some things which it didn't go bad but i definitely need to get with you on that yeah we can set something up <laughs> yeah but that didn't do much i just worked dominic and um i did go to the gun range and i the gun range okay. yeah i did pretty well um for anybody who follows me on ig i posted my my little target so i really liked it and i think that that's going to be something i i do it's kind of expensive um were you scared to shoot a gun is this your first time shooting a gun no, it was not my first time, but my first time in a long time. And the first you time... You shot a gun before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember I went on that date with that guy? What guy? Remember I went to New Canaan in the gun range? Remember, no. You don't remember that? You used no. to give me hell for it all the time. What happened? The dude that was uh, the beauty school dude, he was the He's admission gay? guy. No, he was the admission guy. He was a lot older than me. And remember He's I went white? on... No, he's black. And uh, we went on a date. This was like we broke up for a little while and early on in our relationship. This was like 2009-ish. Remember? And I went to the yeah. gun range and you used to give me shit about that all the I time. I do remember that. Yeah. So technically you cheated on me. No, not at all. Not even that, close. That wouldn't count? No, because I'm, I'm pretty sure you were like backdating your uh, person you were dealing with. Like, X. Yeah. So my vision of it or my... A memory of it is I was in the relationship. You was on my top. That's I was like, all right, come on. I got a little, you know what I mean? No, that's not how that went at all. And we talk about this literally every episode. <laughs> all right, so the the incident. Let's talk about the incident. I'm chilling with her in my crib. Okay, before you even get to that point, I had been talking to you back and forth through text all day and night long. I was out with my friends at the bar. We agree so far. Yes. I, you and I earlier in the day had plans for me to stay there after the bar. Yes. Agree? Okay. So, you know, it's like one o'clock in the morning or what, whatever time. Time doesn't matter. It was late though. Time does matter. Well, it, it, time, it was late. It was definitely, it was, it was late. It was after I was done going out. So it was late. I stopped responding to you. Right. I was going to say, you weren't responding to me. I was calling, texting. You weren't responding. We agree. Correct? Right. So, me and my friends pulled up. Period. Like, what? Dog, you busted in my crib. First of all, I didn't bust in the crib. First of all, here's what happened, okay? I walked right up the sidewalk. I heard you. You didn't. No, I, I heard I heard y'all pull up. <laughs> y'all were bump, bumping some corny shit. No. Or and maybe, but I wasn't driving, so... Um, I walked my little tail down the little... And the last thing I remember you saying, he better not be in here with somebody. Well? <laughs> Yo, my heart sank. So anyway, let me tell you how I got in the house. Okay. I walked up to the door, and I looked around. I was like, all right, I, there's the lights are all off in the living room. Because this is when, you know, college, so you had a couple people living in the house at that point, And somebody lived, like, right there in the living room, right? Right. Okay, that's what I thought. And so I'm, like, looking because I didn't want to, like... Bust in? Bust, well, I didn't, I didn't want to, like... If they were sitting right there, I'm not that crazy. So I don't see anybody. I'm like, cool. However, I do see the flickering from, like, a TV on where I know Sammy's room to be. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. But even at this point, I'm, like, 90% sure he's up to something and 10% maybe he just fell asleep. Because that's not unlike you. Like, you are good for... Correct? Fall Falling asleep. asleep. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Everyone he, knows me for that. I can fall asleep. Yeah, anywhere. And, and, and literally anywhere in the middle of a mall. Fall asleep. So, and you have done that before. And I've come and, you know, eventually just like. Woke you, me up or yeah, something Yeah, like that. so that's not completely out of the norm thus far. 
But this time, you know when you just, you, like, ladies, <laughs> you know when you just fucking feel it in your bones. Like, when it rains and your hip aches, like, it, it was like that in my soul. Like, I know shit is not right. So, I pounded in the uh, door handle because it was loose. The door was broke. Yeah. We just had a crazy fight. Like the weekend before or something. And like I that. pounded in the door handle. The door handle went completely through. It we came a, out. A, it was a wild fight at the crib, and the door got well, everything. It was blood everywhere. That's it, it was, that's God setting me the alley oop because then I was able to knock the doorknob right through the door, and I just then reached inside the hole and unlocked it and pulled the door open. So I'm gonna let you finish your entire story. Keep okay, going. so we're still we're still in agreement thus far. You heard me. You were way more aggressive than your. No, no. I said busted the but doorknob. You didn't in. wait. Like you... no, this this happens. I'm walking up. I see the light. Better on. not be with somebody. I bust in the doorknob. So then I make my way upstairs because it's not a big house. It doesn't take me very long. So I'm walking up and there's the lights flicking out. And at this point, my palms are sweating. I know it. Like this point, I know it is happening. So. Background on your personality, like a, a lot of people think, you know, just people, I don't know, people think that they may be able to get over on you because you're white, like, or maybe like that you don't like get busy, but like you're with very, the shit. Well, I'm very laid back. Like it takes a lot to push me there. Yeah. Back then, though, I was a little bit more like you're ready rowdy. to pop off. Especially when it comes to your group of friends, you're the one that's going to pop off, start a bar fight. Like, well, you don't take no mm, shit. And you stick up for your friends. Well, yeah. It, it, it's it's never... I'm not one of those people that initiate things, though. She was looking I'm for reactive. the smoke, y'all. Like, for but, real. But I, I'm the victim here, let's not forget, because I, it was reactive. It's not like I went... Like, I didn't... It, I don't ever start... I don't want that narrative. I don't ever start fights with people. I'm not a bully, by any means. But if we somebody... We victims here, but keep, keep, you can keep but, your, st- your story But going. if somebody is picking on somebody... Or one time I got in a fight in Lawrenceville on St. Patty's Day because this tall, lanky white girl was in the bathroom being a drunk, stupid girl in the bathroom, and this other girl knocked on the door. And long story short, she was so drunk, she started, like, picking on this shorter girl. So I was like, I told the shorter girl, like, just go ahead, walk away. Like, it's cool. I'll I'll talk to her. So she started getting in my face. And I'm like, listen, you are from Lawrence. Like, I, I'm telling you, I used the classic, like, I'm telling you, like, you don't want to do this with me. Like, I'm not the one, not today. Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm telling her friends, mind you, I'm taking my earrings out, setting them down, like, low key on the side, prepared for it. So um, she didn't end up, like, really fighting me back because her friends came in and were like, we're so sorry, we're so sorry. But I was definitely ready to go. But it mm-hmm. is in defense of people. That's, yeah. that's normally why it goes. Or if I feel like I'm being attacked, which is the case here. Right. So that's disclaimer. So anyway, so I go in and I bust open the door. And wouldn't you know it, Sam's laying there on his bed with his ex or girlfriend. I don't even know what it was at that point. And then I just started going. I don't know, really, I blacked out. I'll tell you. So I'll pick the story up from here. So we'll agree that that happened. Mm-hmm. She, you said he's in here with some bitch. Yeah, so I I'm agree. thinking like, yo, she's about to whoop her motherfucking ass. She was asleep. I'm sitting there on the bed, like, oh my god. <laughs> to this day, I don't think she really realized exactly what happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's not a fan of the podcast. She may be, but um, shout out to her. But you stormed out. I was just relieved because I knew how you were. And I thought that you was going to just start fucking shit up in that joint. You left. And your friends were hyping you up. Like, no, well, let's wait, go back in there. Real quick. before The reason why I left was, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I already broke in. So that's one charge. If I assault somebody up here, that's two charges. And I started talking myself out of it from just a, like the severity of trouble I could get in. Because I, I am, you know, somewhat a uh, logical person even in those moments. So I started walking down because I'm like, this isn't, I'm going to go to jail, period. And um, then by the time I got down there, my friends were still in the car, like up by the car. They didn't really know. I started hyping myself back up. But then when I yelled to them and then they started hyping me back up too, then that's when I came back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. And then that's when she came running out. And then. Wait, wait, let me take it over okay. from there. So, 
You leave. I'm playing it off. She like, yo, what the fuck was that? I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that was. <laughs> she like, then she starts to catch on. Like, wait, why did she bump? Why is she busting your room? Because at this point, she had no idea who you were. Blah blah blah. blah. And she's like, I think I'm gonna go. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> I'm not trying to fight her on it, but she's like, I think I'm gonna go. I'm like, oh, you sure? Like, da da da. Trying to still trying to downplay it or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just talk to you tomorrow. She's still not really aware of what's going on, but I know that y'all aren't far. I know, I'm just like, I, I know that <laughs> they're probably out there. And then she she walks out. I'm looking out the window. I, I can see the walkway. She's walking out. As soon as she gets to the top of the the, the, the walkway, all I hear is, there that bitch go right there. <laughs> She hurry up and gets her car, pulls off. I'm like, oh. So, Pete, so then immediately I'm like, yo, I hit my man E, like, E, you got to take one for me, yo. Oh, my God. I'm like, yo, I'm like, son, you got to, you got to take, because we're both dark skinned. We're both, I mean, I wasn't like built back then, but I'm thinking I could probably spin it like E was in my room. He didn't want to use his room, blah, 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 blah. E, okay, his friend E. Ezra fucked it up for me, though. Well, his bedroom was literally two steps from Sam's bedroom. <laughs> so this, so Sam thinks Ezra ruined the plan or whatever the case may be. But the plan would have never he worked. He ruined the plan because Ezra was like, sis, I don't know what y'all going through, blah, 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 but you can't bust in. I'm like, E, you, if you did, if Ezra would have, here's, here's my idea of it. I'm, I'm thinking like, yo, if Ezra wouldn't have said anything at all, he could have been like, yo, that was me. But because you, because I remember you were only, you only look for a split second. But I, and you, I and only you need a split second. I literally saw your soul <laughs> in that split second. Shit, my soul was in the closet. <laughs> well, yeah, so that happened. But see, yeah, so anyway, that was, uh, I guess, so we, did we come to an agreement? No, and then that? that's the night, the, the story last week we told about when you threw the football at the, or episode four or three, we talked about your anger issues and whenever you break things. And we were talking about the story when you threw the football at the wall and it that broke your laptop. That was that, that night. That was that night. Because I came back in the house and we laptop. argued for like hours. And then, t- or not even hours, like maybe two hours. And I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. That's when I was still in my, I'll leave. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not dealing with this. I don't know how we bounced back from that. I, well, I think we like didn't talk for a little while. We didn't. Mm-mm. We didn't. But, um, Wait, and then that's how you st- went on the date with the bull, right? Yeah, it might have been like then. The, yeah. The gun range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, so there we go. Gun yeah, range. Full circle. Which I'm now going to start doing like at least once or twice a month, depending on my... You should get, would you ever get a, uh, a gun? A gun? gun? <laughs> um, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Okay. The part that I'm struggling on right now is just getting comfortable with loading and unloading it. Cause I'm fine once it's loaded and it's handed to me. I'm 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 comfortable. I have good discipline now. Like I don't just put. I used to just put I my finger right I'll on ever the trigger. I don't comfortable with a gun. And the bigger the gun, the more it's like whoa. This is like whoa. Well, yeah, this one's a decent. This one's a regular sized. Back uh, in the day, uh, uh, it was a uh, a young boy. I mean, he was the same age as us, but I think I was in sixth grade. This kid named Troy from um, Uptown. He mm-hmm. got killed. Playing with a gun. Mm-hmm. Well, that's day. why I get more. You know that's like, why. It was like they, they yeah. hooky school. That's one of the reasons why I never hooky school. I never wanted to touch a gun. I remember I touched my man gun for the first time and it was like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is definitely like crazy a crazy feeling. A, yeah, it is like a anxiety, like an anxious feeling when you first touch a gun. But then even like, let's pick up right there. So like when you hear people putting guns in their waistband, like on some street shit, that's crazy. Yeah. That's literally like. You have to really know what you're doing. I mean, yeah. once you get comfortable with it, um, I would say then, sure, like getting a holster. Because a lot of times they'll put holsters under. They're actually in like a holster under there. Yeah, cats in the street not rocking holsters. Well, there's ones that actually go under your pants is what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, what I'm telling you is guys well, aren't doing that. I'm just saying. But either way, you have to be extremely comfortable. And I'm I'm not nowhere near comfortable loading and unloading it. Plus, I have to find a gun that's good for my hand size. Because mm-hmm. the gun that I'm using right now... It's a little bit bigger than I would like. It's it's a, a lot that goes into yeah. owning your own personal gun, especially if it's just like um, something that you even maybe put in your purse or even just for your mm-hmm. 
being comfortable with fire. You don't want to fire a gun and not be able to hit well, what you're shooting. Yeah, and the biggest thing of like the how I ended up at the gun range, to be honest, is um, I, I'm being taught how to use it so that when I'm here by myself with Dominic, that I can protect myself. Because I had a couple instances in my life where things have happened in, like in my old house when somebody tried to break in and it was just me and Dominic. And that was the worst feeling in the world. I didn't have anything to protect Dominic with because I was upstairs. The kitchen was downstairs. I didn't have a knife. I didn't have a bat. My bedroom door didn't lock. Like, mm-hmm. And that was the worst feeling of helplessness. And that was the last time I was like, you know what? I have to get a gun. I have to do something. So, yeah. But it was fun. It's definitely something I want to get better at and I want to continue to do, you know, moving forward. Definitely a good stress reliever. That's for sure. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. That's hot. So, I know you're driving the boat. Yeah. But there is one thing I want to talk about, and okay. um, that's Lizzo. Have you been paying any attention yo, to Lizzo? So my old head hit me like, yo, I love Lizzo. I'm like, yo, who is Lizzo? He's like, yo, Lizzo, she just do it for me. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, who is Lizzo? So I searched Lizzo, and I'm like, what? So the first thing I do is I listen to her music, because I think... It might have been you, but somebody was telling me like her music's trash. My sister, my sister posted on Facebook about how her music was whack. It was in one of our Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm a music bull, so I'm a, I'm gonna go check it out. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't my cup it's of pop- tea. It's like poppy. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Lizzo. You know what I'm saying? But the 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 antics is just like. So here's what really upsets me. She's been posting news on Instagram lately, and cool. That's fine. I don't care about that. But the part that gets me so angry is I read through the comments and everyone's like, oh, yes, sis, body positive, da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, if this were Kim Kardashian or anybody, like, let's say, like, a slim, curvy woman, whoever, the comments would read, like, she's such a hoe, she should cover up, da, 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 da. But because she's an overweight woman, like, we look past that and we're just, like, body positive and go. So it's, like, another form of shaming in a way. You, Because yeah. when skinny women do it, they're perceived as hoes and whatever on Instagram. But when a fat woman does it, they're perceived as body positive and let's support and we should see more fat women doing this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the fence with that because it's like, I get it, but I'm not trying to... I'm not... Like, I, I think it's just overboard now. Like, she was at the Lakers game the other night. Okay, that, I was going to bring that up. That's what made me feel like... That's what really just pissed me off. That's a family event. If I'm yeah. there with my son, I don't care if you're fat, skinny, whatever you have going on. I don't want to see you your ass just like those two i don't know if you saw those two white girls at the baseball game that like flashed their boobs behind the uh the let's pull the clip up shut up Uh, go ahead on your phone they flashed their boobs behind the batting whatever Mm -hmm. and it made national tv i don't think so i think they were just like regular like just like regular ballpark b cup c cup b c i don't know see that's my thing what am i the titty monitor you should be because (laughs) I, like ever since a young age, I've been on like, they never show big titties on like in well, this, movies, cinema, TV. It's always small boobs, and no diss to small boobs. I love all boobs, but it's just like, yo, can we get some big ass titties on TV? <laughs> no, seriously, like E F cups. You know what I'm saying? Like some floppers. All right. Well. <laughs> You know, I wish you well. Fight the good fight. Seriously, you talk about inclusion, include them. Okay. I, All sizes are, are welcome. You're extremely passionate about this. I don't know how to move I, away from I'm this. I'm a retired titiologist. I, I don't practice anymore. <laughs> retired I, I don't practice anymore, but the passion still <laughs> remains, as you can see. You know, oh I'm not God. active. A you retired titiologist. That's might be the funniest thing I've ever heard you say <laughs> since I've met you. That is funny. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was crazy. It's getting on my nerves. I feel like, she, but my uh, point of this is saying, I feel like she's getting away with disgusting behavior because she's a big girl. Everyone's like, even that basketball game, people were in the comments like, uh, she's living her best life and da 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 da. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Since when is a family somebody like like I said, like let do it on do it on keep it on your Instagram. Don't bring it to the Lakers. Imagine game. if Beyonce went to the game and stood up and started dancing in her thong and ass were hanging out. People would be like, what? Like that's just not like even cute. if like now what if Cardi B did it? 
I still think people would be like, oh, that's too much. Like, this is a family like, event. Like, we draw the line. Yeah, like, we've had enough. Like, then, I don't know. I mean, I'm just shout saying, out to Lizzo. No, man. shout out to her. And I think it's great that she's confident in herself and she's doing all this stuff. And for bigger girls that feel representative, represented by her, that's great. But it's just like, all right, we get it. You're going to a point of, oh, anytime you try to force somebody something too much, you're going to have the opposite reaction. Nobody wants to be forced to, you know, just sprinkle it here or there. What do they say? Put the medicine in the candy? Like, mm-hmm. do it here or there and move on. I'm not trying to. So, whatever. I guess that's... I, titiologist and I'm... Now I'm a fat shamer. <laughs> we're, right. we're going so left. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this one was going to be wild. <laughs> All right. So... Here comes my favorite portion of the uh, podcast. I switched the music up. I don't like it. No? People love my prices right. I'm still macking. I'm still macking, baby. It's like, no. But um, shout out to the prices right, but I think that's more fitting. Still single. Um, I'm talking to someone. Like official talking? No, I, I, I think I jumped off the deep end with that. I'm not, we're not like dating, but we're texting. Okay, so we're, what's that mean? We're, uh, we're FaceTiming. Are you going on actual dates or are you just going to pizza places, setting up your phone and letting her sit there and watch <laughs> you eat? <laughs> We've, we haven't gone on a, a date yet, no. What is a date for you? What's your, what is your version of like an ideal? I would, an I, ideal date look, for me? I'm not even trying to be funny, guys. I would not know. So what is a date for you? A date? Okay. I think uh, in an ideal world, is this someone that I'm actually in a relationship with or someone that I'm dating? Courting. Like you're trying to date. Okay, trying. Okay. Or in a relationship. It shouldn't be different, right? A date's a date. You're right. I guess you should always date your partner. But I'll talk. I'll give an, uh, an example of a date with someone that I'm courting. Okay. I'm trying to get to know better. It would be super duper dope if we could hit the gym in the morning. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, if we could hit the gym in the morning, work out together, that would be cool. Um, and then from there, we grab a little brunch, you know, maybe on the south side of Pittsburgh, Strip District, little, like a local shop, um, preferably a black-owned restaurant. That would be super dope. Um, and then from there, we go our separate ways, and um, we can maybe, uh, I don't know, Pick up a vice of our choice, you know, just to some, en- vices. To some vices to enhance <laughs> our night. Um, so we can agree on that. Maybe Are like you're gonna go out. Yeah, we we we'll definitely go out. We'll grab go- some dinner. You're not a big goer outer. Yeah, guy. but but women like going out, and mm-hmm. I want to see her in a dress. You know what I'm saying? Can Wait, I, can I can I quarterback this? Well, I'm just I got questions. Okay. I'm just trying to understand one. Why does that mean she's doing what? Who wears a dress to go out in Pittsburgh anymore? Pittsburgh sucks nightlife. But, like, there's but, not. But your quick, idea of going out is different than my okay, idea. Real this quick, is the single Sammy segment. Hold on, real quick. In okay. general, Pittsburgh doesn't have like very many places that you could like really get dressed up for. Like you could wear jeans and a shirt to most places. I'm just saying in general. Like yeah. it's not a very good nightlife place. Like we don't have any like like clubs. upper class like some like something in between super expensive and. You know, jeans and sneakers. Like, there's no middle ground of where I could I could wear a dress and heels, and it's a cool environment, and you know, it's like a like a nice like vibe. Like, we don't have those places here. In my or we ruin ideal them. world, there may be where where in Pittsburgh has something like that. You could go to Foxtail. Foxtail is not. No, I'm trying to. There'd be bitches in that zone with dresses on all the time. Yeah, but I'm not. You can wear a dress anywhere. That's not what I'm saying. I've never been to Foxtel, but like. It's just like seeing, another club. I'm saying, like, I've seen girls post photos from Foxtel. Right. And they be having dresses yeah, on. Yeah, I'm not saying that you can't wear dresses to any club in, Pitt, in any bar in Pittsburgh. I could wear a dress to 12, but I could also wear a jeans and a zip up if I wanted to. Same thing with Foxtel. I could wear a. a regular top and jeans and little booties and get in or I could wear a dress. I'm just saying there's no place that's like you have to be like dress dress and it's a classy like cool 
environment in Pittsburgh. Like, they don't have those. I feel. But I did see there was an R&B party coming to Pittsburgh. Did you see that? Mm-mm, I didn't see that. Yeah, they're, like, pre-selling tickets for it. It's all R&B. I thought that would be dope. Like, something like that. And everybody look, and they're That's having hot. it at a venue. Um, I think it is, like, a... Sometimes they'll even do, like, 30 and older crowd. Because I'm getting older. Like, I don't want to be in there with 21-year-olds. Yeah. Like, I want to be dressed up a little bit and around older people. I can dig it. Foxtel is still with the shits, I feel like. Yeah, the first thing I heard of Foxtel is, um, heard about Foxtel was that big fight. Did you see that big fight yeah, on Twitter? I think I sent you the video. I knew somebody that was yeah. there that night. Okay. Yeah, but, um, anyways, go ahead, do your thing. Single Sam take I mean, damn, you took up <laughs> the whole segment. She texted me back, she can't even go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cancel the date. I'll, I'll we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> My bad. It's all good. <laughs> hey, man. Catch y'all next and, week. And we'll end it with That's my it. song. Bringing it back for the real one. You heard it, ladies. A night at Foxtail. <laughs> wear a dress. Wear jeans. He does it all. <laughs> Since we're talking about dates, um, can we please get to the story about what we alluded to last week with the, the engagement gone bad? Sure. Okay. All right, Here we go again. I think you we, have your version of it. I have my we, version. We of actually it. might be pretty similar in these versions. Okay. Um, and I think we should let's do the same thing. I'll well, start. I'll lead. You can you well. No, oh, yeah, you lead. Let me start. Definitely, you lead. Yeah, and then you stop me when I'm wrong. So. Whoa! Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Continue. This was like a few years into our relationship, and I was definitely pressing you for engagement. This, heavy, heavy. The heat was on. This was. Early into Toronto, before you left for Toronto. This is after Toronto. In between, in between years, my seasons. years, my yes. after my my rookie season. Yes, but not even it was during. It was like during. It was around the holiday time. So after the season, I was still out there because I had to get surgery, mm-hmm. and I hadn't come back yet, or I made a comeback for Thanksgiving or something like that. Something. So it was around that time. Around that so time. yeah, like two thousand and. Or it might have been like a bye week. Something. I don't know. You were home, but that's not the point. Point is, you know, we got to a point in our relationship where I felt like it was time to move one way or another. Right. Um, you know, I just didn't want to stay stagnant. And that's kind of my personality to a fault of mine sometimes. I'm constantly pushing myself for more. And sometimes I bite off more than I could chew. But though, I'm the exact opposite. Sometimes I'm complacent and time just flies. And I'm like, oh, shit. You're very uh, low maintenance. Like, you are okay. If it's working, like, why change it almost? Like, you're just good with if it's working, like, why ruffle feathers? It doesn't take much to make me happy. No. Literally. And I'm, like you said, the opposite. So, um, I started feeling like, okay, well, next step, engagement. That made perfect, <laughs> perfect sense you, to me. Right. You didn't relate you, that to me. You tell me, and I feel like you love me. I love you. We're, we've been together for a few years. We have our own place. You're doing well in your football career. I'm settled into my career. Um, why not? You know, that, that's my, that was where my thought process was. Mm-hmm. So, I started, and this is something I regret. I started... Wow, this is a first. Yeah. I started pressuring you unnecessarily. And looking back on it now, I think to myself, had we gotten engaged and, like, went through with it, and they'll hear the story about that, like, would I be satisfied with that? Knowing that I put that pressure on you, would I I even want that (laughs) engagement at that point after it's all said and done? Because in the back of my it's mind... It's kind of like you and you proposing to me for real. It's kind of... Well, basically. And it's like me forcing you to do something. And I used to think... And you've heard me say this. I just tweeted the other day that how different my views have changed. Happy wife, happy life. Like, it should be all about... I used to be like that type of woman where, like, it's about me. And, and it, my happiness, my wants. Um, this is what normal is to me. This is how it's supposed to go. So, anyway, lots of pr- un- unnecessary pressure that I put on Sam during this time. Um, and I don't, you'll have to kind of take it from here. Cause I don't even know what made you, I guess out cave for lack of better words to that pressure. Where were, how did I, I you felt get, as though it was like the, the right, like you said, the right thing to do, but you were coming on so strong and I'm thinking like, wait, am I, 
not am I missing something because everything was aligned. You were in your career. I was in my career. We were together. Shit was cool. But I was not ready. Mm-hmm. But and my my thought, and even to this day, and even in my past relationship, like I felt as though I was there. But financially, I'm like, I don't got no money for a ring. And it's so much pressure on the ring aspect of it. While I was playing football, I had the money. So I'm thinking like, damn, for the longest time, that's been my excuse. Now that I got the bread, all right, let's do it. So I'll take over from here. Okay. So I'm like, all right, she's on my ass about proposing every time. we. And so at this time, we used to go to the mall all the time. Mm, we did. We would just go and we would walk just, around. Yeah, we would like window shop. Uh-huh. We would fake like. <laughs> remember we went to the um the art gallery in the art, Canada. Yeah, or remember the the mattress spot. We like shopping for mattresses. We weren't buying no we mattresses. We went into this real quick. We went to this bougie ass art gallery in Canada, and we looked at some really dope pieces. But obviously, I mean. We were both, like, cool financially, but not like that. We looked at this one piece. It was, like, $12,000, and it was really dope, and it was huge. And he, I remember the guy saying to us, um, you know, are you interested in purchasing? And I was like, mm, our ceilings are a little bit low. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. So, yeah, so we go to the mall. We're at the mall. We Obviously, we can't walk by a single jewelry store without <laughs> looking at rings. Back so up. I'm like, I tap into my smooth Denzel shit. I'm like playing the background. She's like goo goo gaga and all over this one ring. So somehow you had to go out. I was kind of watching which one you liked. And then you went to, we kind of. I went to finish line. You went to finish line and we kind of separated. I went back to the store and told the lady like, yo, let me get this drawing. Like, let me get, let me get the ring. I wasn't tripping about how much it cost. I wasn't tripping about all of that. I was like, let me just grab it. And then I feel as though so you, pretty. did you know that I got you a ring? No. So let's establish that. I bought you a ring. No, because here's the thing. Prior to this, in camp, when we were, when I would go up to visit Sam in Toronto, we would have some really dope date nights just because Toronto is such an amazing place. So there's so many times that I thought if he was going to propose, it would be now. You do realize you just said, I wouldn't even know what a date. Well, yeah, I was going to say with the exception of Toronto because that's all we could do up there. But peep though, so so even, I know we're bouncing around here, but my idea of being in a relationship and my complacency is if I don't have no money, I'm going to let you know like, yo, I'm not trying to go nowhere. I don't got no bread. I don't feel comfortable going anywhere, doing anything if I don't have money. Yeah, and I agree. But I don't want you paying for me. I don't want. I don't. I, I'm I cool. I understand that, but the only issue I take with that, and I'm not a big dater, like you know that. I never really tripped about going on quote unquote dates, because mm-hmm. um, we went and got food together and did different things together all the time. Right. That's the difference for me. That's why I never tripped about it. Because we always made time for each other. As we long, always spent time yeah, together. Yeah, as long as I'm spending time with you, I don't need quote-unquote date nights. I just like to, to uh, you know, joke with you about that. Because some people, like, need date nights or need to be taken out or whatever. But to answer your question, did I know you got the ring? I said the thing about Toronto. No, because at that point, I had thought if you were going to propose, like... We went to this one restaurant in Toronto, and when we were up there, oh, San- oh, this was it was really a great time, and I'm I'm so thankful that I was able to be a part of it, like that you allowed me to be a part of it, like you did, um, because it was it was so cool. Because everybody up there, the CFL is the CFL, like they don't really care much about the yeah, NFL. It's not like that. it's not in any competition with the NFL. So Sam would walk down the street and people come running up to him and you were so beloved in Toronto. Like, you know, you're a likable guy. People would come up to you or we'd be walking into the stadium, going through the players entrance, like coming on the field and people would be yelling down to you. And I'm like, yo, really? Like, (laughs) really all that though? Like it was just, it was a weird adjustment for me, but it was awesome being a part of it. So we were at this restaurant. Won the championship. A couple people, well, I thought this, no, this was before, this was during the playoffs. We were at the restaurant. Um, There's a couple people recognize, a real like high class, beautiful restaurant. And I'm like. I forget which restaurant it was. It was one of like the best in the city. It was 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 a really dope spot. We walked through the city. Oh yeah. It was like snowing. (laughs) Gentle The mood 
was, was set. If we you, had to walk. It's like an underground tunnel to the restaurant, to the hotel. You walked through the tunnel, but then we took the streets home because yeah. we wanted to just. We had, I had my. We had, well, I had like a pea coat. Oh, yeah. you know, so we had our pea coats <laughs> on. We ha- we have the photo from that. We were night. doing it. We were doing it. We, we were we were there. That we were, was we a great there. night. So I thought, okay, if it's gonna happen. Now's the time, and it didn't happen. I played myself. Yo, so I hard. never even thought about. <laughs> he never even thought I, about it, and I'm, I didn't even have the ring at that point. No, but I'm sitting there the whole night thinking, like, oh my god, I, I'm about to get proposed, and it never. You probably in the, <laughs> you probably in the bathroom calling, listen, like, bitch, she's gonna propose. <laughs> da, da, da. So anyway, this when you actually bought the ring, that was actually whoa, whoa, whoa. a lot of time after. I was gonna say when you bought the ring was. A long time after but, that. But wait, though. So I, I bought the ring a long time after that, but... Not a long time, but... But peep, though. Remember Christmas when Alyssa was there. That's the second time. Yeah. But you time? had the ring then. That's when you had the ring. Yeah, because you told no. Alyssa. Yes. We can call I, I Alyssa told right now. I told Alyssa, but... You had the ring that night. Because at that point... I kind of thought you had the ring, and I was dying. She I was like waiting. wouldn't leave my side. She was like huddled up next to me, like yeah, that like so, any moment I could pull the ring out and propose. I'm like, so just to take a step back at that point, so the Toronto thing ended. A couple months went by. The story at the mall. Oh, you're right. You're right. The story at the mall happened. No, I didn't know initially because I was sitting there thinking like if he was gonna do it, he would have done then. So I kind of erased it out of my mind for a few weeks, and then. We had your birthday party with down pitzers with my whole family. Yeah. And I kind of had an inkling because you had kind of mentioned a couple things that it was there in the house or, or that it, that you had it. And I was starting to really. Yo, when like, I mentioned that I had the ring, I, I would tie my sneaker on my knee. She would think that I was going to propose. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I would like surprise her around the corner. She would be like, <gasps> like. No, this is not the <laughs> That's moment. That's not true. Yo, you were no. You were hyped, I yo. was I was hyped, but I did not. I was not. That Honestly, bad. that's one of my regrets. I don't think that I should have told you that I had no because it was torture. Yeah, literally I, I think, torture. Well, was, I like to publicly apologize to you. Well, we're gonna get to save your apology because we're gonna get to the worst part. <laughs> oh God. So anyway, we have a whole dinner at this point. I kind of know. My best friend drives in from, she was living like, you know, out here almost in Pittsburgh at that time. She's there. My family's there. I'm thinking like, okay, it's happening. Again, doesn't happen. So then one day we just randomly start having a talk and you started expressing some of your like fears, I guess, Mm -hmm. of feeling like it doesn't feel right. It feels pressured. You don't feel like you're ready, blah, like, you know, so on and so forth. Um... And then he gets the ring out. And the ring is beautiful. Let me just say that. The ring that he bought was... So I just pulled the ring out? Well, no, because we, we I said we were having a conversation and we were talking about... It. You said you, at that point, told me that you had the ring, but you felt like it was pressure and you didn't know if you were ready and, you know, that you still love me, but you just didn't think that this was, like, the right step for us right now. And financially, you still wanted to save more and do different things before getting married. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Right. So then he goes and gets the ring. Um, The ring was beautiful. It was a princess-cut uh, diamond ring. It had the, like... How do you know all this? Because I has probably still have pictures of it. It had the, um like, figure eight, like, the infinity the type... <laughs> Don't you dare. It had the infinity type um, sides to it. You know about rings? Yes. A lot of women don't know shit about rings. And it had diamond. There was diamonds all through the sides of the band. It was perfect for me. Like literally the perfect ring. And um, he got it out just to, to it was show the ring, me. It was the ring you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and he got it out to show me it. Um, not to propose. <laughs> Let's be I, clear. I, I, I told you I had the ring. Yeah. And I was like, yo... I want to show you this because I'm and I, I was honest with you. I'm not ready to for I'm not ready for this. So it feels forced. Right. That's why I just said. Okay. So thanks for Sorry. recapping. Um, so anyway, that was probably like looking back on it. One of the meanest things ever, because imagine wanting to be engaged so bad and then somebody shows you the perfect ring. Um, you're holding it in your hand, but they're like. Mm, no, not yours. Like, I know you didn't say it like that, but still, yeah. like, that's how it felt. And I kind of feel like that's actually not to go into, like, uh, 
my like traumas here but I feel like that's like kind of my story of my life I get so close to things and then it's like "Mm, sorry not for you shut up stop (laughs) like even now I'm I'm not sure where my future is going as far as my love life and marriage and stuff and I really been struggling with that a lot lately and this is probably the closest I've been to it since that day and I sit here and I like, look, I, you know, I have a nice house and everything, like everything I could have ever wanted. Like you've seen my house. So, you mm-hmm. know, like this is what I've always envisioned right. my life to look like. It's reminiscent of your parents' house for it's, real. It's very nice. Everything's very nice. And um, I don't know that it's going to be my life in, you know, a couple months from now. Yeah. So I feel like it's like, okay, I'm shown these things I really want and love and then they're just gone. So that's, I'm not going to. Do you accre- do you appreciate me keeping it a bean with you though? Absolutely. Because when I look back, like I said, to start this, if you would have proposed to me, first of all, for many reasons, the marriage would have failed. But also. <laughs> I'll take offense to that, but continue. But also, because we saw go, you go off, sis. had so much learning to do. You really didn't learn how to be in Yo, a relationship. I'm a completely different person than I was. Because of your last relationship. Yeah. You didn't learn what it was like to truly be in a relationship until you went through your last relationship. I feel like. No, I I agree. Because it was like Honestly, my last my past relationship taught me how much I had to give, you know what I'm saying? And how much I could take. I mean, that's a a, a negative aspect, but no, like it's not. Um it's a part of it, you know what I mean? But I was all in in my last relationship. With us, I wasn't all in. Never. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe like at, at times you would be. That's right. the thing. And that's why I think we lasted as long as we did because at times you were. And when you were, just like with anything, once you decide to do something, it's, you are a master of it. That's how you're bi- like business. That's how you are sports, whatever. But it takes you something special to lock in on something. Mm-hmm. So you would do that, but I would see it sporadically. So we would be like have a bad period of time, and then I would see you lock in, and I'd be like, okay, here we you go. You know when I'm locked in. Yeah, and then I'm like, all right, here we go. We're going to build from here. And then, you know, plus I cared so much about you, and the feelings were so deep, then then we'd go through a bad period, and it was just you know, like start, a cycle. I start wearing less and going out more. You did start wearing <laughs> less and going out more. That's a fact. That's Shout a out to fact. Drake. But, um... Anyway, yeah, so. we didn't get it. We did. I didn't propose to to you. You and, like um, reverse proposed to me. I told you I was taking that <laughs> shit back. So I took the ring back. That's to, to close that story out. I took the ring back. Yeah, shiny so little box. Let me ask you this, and I, and I know we want to move on, but once I took the ring back, did you think like, yo, this is this is it? Yeah, I think I kind of. Because honestly, if I were to propose to you and you would say no, like, is that's it? I'm cool. I think that. Um, or not you, but anyone. Yeah, I think that part of me, I don't think I realized at the time, but looking back, I think I knew, like, okay, this doesn't look like a good good direction. Because even sometimes we would have these conversations, and I know even currently I hear other people tell me these situations happen where people will get into relationships and then, you know, they might not be working out, and somebody suggests, like, oh, well, let's get our own places and kind of take a step back. I don't like taking steps back. And that might not be a, a good thing. I'm not even I'm not saying that like it's a good thing. But for example, it like in my current situation, if that were to be the case, once I get my own place, I'm cool. Yeah. Like I'm moving on because why? I I'll give you a personal example. So my ex and I live together. Mm-hmm. And throughout our relationship, she would always mention like, I think you should get your own spot. And I'll be like, crushed. Like, why? Why do you feel this way? Why are you rejecting me? I think that would have, if, if we, if I got my own spot, we probably would still be together. But see how you felt, though? Um, now flip that back to when we were together. You used to say that shit to me. And I'd be like, if we get our own spots, then what's even the point? Right. Because it's, it's, <clears throat> it's like working ass backwards sometimes. But, but so let me, let me give you this perspective. I agree with that because I still am like, wait, why? Why would you want to do that? But when it happened, when when I moved out, it was like I had so much space and clarity and like the feeling was different. And that's why, you know, that's why, you know, the shit didn't last because I, I realized a lot of different things about our dynamic 
that I couldn't while we were just Consumed on top of each other. So my, I guess my question to you then with that being said is if, if we live together and we're in that point where we're like, all right, this isn't working. Let's try getting places apart. If our end goal is to be married and it's not working when we live together, what? Like, what's the point then? If you can't live with me and it's not working out, I don't understand. Like, See, but... Do you know what I'm saying? I feel you. But at the same time, it could be a situation where what if we never live together? You can... Oh, you then can, no, you're not for me, period. No, 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 no. You can date somebody and just not live together. I'm saying from the from the start to 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 the point where, you know, you're in a relationship and you think you should move out, you know, and get your own spot. Oh, yeah. What if you just sure. never moved in together, period? Shit will probably run smoothly. You I, get what I'm well, saying? Well, that's normally how most relationships go. Like, you date and then you move in together. Yeah, especially nowadays, like... You know, it I happens mean, quickly. Well, yeah, my situation was quickly, and we had our adjustment period for sure. But I'm, but even even with that said, even though I moved quickly, even though we went through a a, a rough spot of adjusting to each other, at this point, I know what it is. I know what his habits are that bothers me. He, I know what I do that bothers him, vice versa. So it is what it is. I've I've seen you at your worst and your best, vice. Like I I have the picture now. Mm-hmm. I I know what this is like. So from here, it's like all right. Now it's up to me to make this decision. Can I go on with this or not? If I can't, you moving out and me moving out and still trying to. It's all it's too much. It doesn't. It, it will not help anything at this point. I already know what it is. So yeah, maybe we move out, get our own place for a year, and then we move in, and then what? We're back at the same spot. Very true. That that's the only part where I challenge it on. It's like you, if you can't live with me, you can't live with me. Period. They always say if you want to know somebody, really get to know somebody, live with them. See if you can tolerate living with that's somebody. A fact. You can. That's a fact. Anybody can date and go out and have fun. That love without responsibility is amazing, right? So anybody can go out to the movies, dinner here, there. But have a Did house you come together. Up with that? That was, that was kind no, of I've, no, I learned that. Yeah, from uh, Hot 97. The dude on there says it all the time. That's why a lot of people mess out around Shawnee? outside of, yeah, they mess around outside of relationships. Why people cheat? Because love without responsibility feels so good. So yeah, you can move and You can yeah, do you whatever want. you want. People love that. But try being, you know, having responsibilities and bills to pay and a house to clean. And if there's kids involved in Cleaning up after somebody else. Right. So I'm Kids. cool off that. If we if we don't work out, I'm not doing the whole move out, move out, stay together, see if it works. Yeah, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did. I like to kind of end things out here. I did want to talk about one thing. Um, you saw what happened with the Juice World thing. Oh yeah, rest in peace, Juice World. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because it seems like it's really an epidemic at this point like a like a real problem it's a problem because it's hitting the youth you know what i'm saying like it's people are getting younger and younger on hard drugs so like growing up like people you know people smoke weed you know what i mean even like zannies drinking but like as far as coke what white people (laughs) coke like black people black people generally don't mess with coke like that well yeah because it wasn't like crack pushed into the black yeah movies. so like that was like we pulled thing. we pulled out of the, the coke game like as far as using black people haven't generally used cocaine since like the late 80s because mm-hmm. cocaine was a cool drug for at first like it was cocaine then crack came crack was a cool drug because no one knew what it, the effects of it it was cool it was like oh you can change cocaine to a different form you get even higher than than cocaine and then it destroyed the community and then cats was like oh we gotta chill with this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so from there it was like that's never been a black thing for real respectfully but anyway young bulls now be like on like percocets and they don't even dig it they can hear it all they want but that's heroin mm-hmm. and if it's not heroin it's a hop skip and a jump from heroin so like you get these new drug addicts you get the music fueling the drug abuse and they're thinking that they're just having a good time partying you know getting high boom shady drug dealer slips fentanyl in and you're out of here that's what i was gonna say i think that's the biggest difference too is a lot of these drugs are being cut with 
different I mean, things. when drugs been get drugs been yeah, but getting they, cut but, with shit forever. Right, but what they're being cut with now is yeah. way different. But I want fun fact about heroin. Mm-hmm. My heroin fun fact for you. Did you know that heroin is actually the best drug for you? The only reason it it doesn't affect any of your organs like drinking does or other drugs do. Uh, from that standpoint, it's the best drug for you. Oh, wow. People could never die. You don't die off of heroin because it damages your body. You die because you get a dose that's cut with something or you take too much of it. But hair, yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, Andrea actually told me that. It's actually mm-hmm. the best drug for your organs. Like. I'm not. To, I'm not pro heroin. Yeah, are you going to do anything with this information? Is no, this it's like... just it's just information. That's okay. kind of interesting to know. I don't, but it's it is highly addictive, and it that's definitely a gateway drug. And uh, disclaimer: it still will fuck your life. No, up. it will, and it and it'll get you. <laughs> She's talking purely from a health standpoint. I'm just talking about like from a medical. Yeah, that. just from yeah, a yeah, medical yeah. standpoint, it doesn't actually cause organ damage like a lot of drugs do. That's the only thing I'm saying. Yeah. It's actually better in that sense from but anyway um this was interesting to me because and i wanted to healthier um (laughs) not better it's like diet drugs heroin (laughs) heroin's the diet pepsi it's still bad for you but it's like yeah it's kind of good too we'll work on that theory (laughs) but um i used to think that how can people be like addicted to drugs it's 2019 there's all this information out there and i'm going to be completely honest and share a personal story when after we had our son i probably had a little bit of postpartum depression i did the you know impulsive chop my hair off that that happened because you have this baby and then you kind of have this like body that's like you lost like it's the baby bumps gone and everything but you're still kind of fraught you're not feeling yourself like there's a lot going on you have this baby now like there's just so many feelings that like go into that first couple months after they're born so i remember my grandma had i was away yes you were away one day i'll I'll share my experience with that just for any moms that listen um sam did have to leave to play football when dominic was like three months old so yes i that was part of it too but my grandma had um tramadol prescribed to her for different health issues she never even took it but i remember her one time giving it to me for i forget what she gave something was hurting me and she gave it to me i remember that and I took it and whatever, it was fine. So whenever I had Dominic, you know, I can't remember why I was complaining of back pain or something. And my grandma was like, here, here's some tramadol. And she gave me a pill case of it. And there's probably like 30 tramadols in there. There's a lot of tramadols in there. And I took one and then I realized, whoa, this, not, this is this, actually kind of cool. This makes me feel happy. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It made me feel not even high, like a little bit high, but happy so i became addicted to feeling happy because i was so depressed and i would just take them every day i was taking them when i was going to work cutting hair and my haircuts were i was knocking them out the park my client base was growing because i was so happy like like you have no idea how happy these pills made me and um to this day like i don't think like you know i have happy moments but when you you know it's like a a happy pill oh my goodness so I didn't realize what was happening because addiction, like me, no, I'm, I'm smarter than that. I know hey, better. You got, you got any more of those happy pills? <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? So, and I don't, you were kind of around during time. I don't know if you remember me taking those or not. I don't, Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, but um, it wasn't until I ran out one day and I was laying in bed and I remember I couldn't sleep. I was sweating and I was fidgety and like my legs were like like crawling. I was crawling out of my skin. They were like I can't really explain it. And I had this moment of clarity at like three o'clock in the morning where I was like, Oh, I'm becoming addicted to these. I need to stop. This is a problem. Yeah. With my type of personality, I have an addictive personality. Once I like something, I'm all in. And you know addiction and stuff like that runs in my family whatever I was like I need to stop uh luckily I had that moment and I wasn't too far in that I, I couldn't stop so I was able to to stop and even to this day I don't like to have prescription drugs around me like any type of Vicodins or Tramadols or anything because I got so close to that line but um I could see, I say all that to say I see how people become addicted because you never start doing something with the plan of getting addicted to it you're just like oh i'm gonna try this out 
Oh, I like this. I'm going to try it again. Oh, I really like how this makes me feel. And then you just keep, it's like, then you just, before you know it, it's like, damn, here I am. Yeah. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. But I, I, um, I wasn't addicted to um, prescription medicine, but when I was down in Tampa, I, I tore my ACL, mm-hmm. and the pain was so crazy that the, the following day after, that's the most pain. I can handle pain. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't care about pain. You know, I, I understand that a lot of times it's temporary. I'm going to get through it, whether it hurts or not, whatever. I don't be tripping. This pain, this shit hurt. Like, my leg was on. It, it, it was out of this world. So, anyway, they, they prescribed me uh, oxycodone. I wasn't aware of what oxycodone was. So, I'm sitting in a team. Well, we had, like, team apartments. Sitting in the team apartments. I couldn't go to practice. They were like, yo, just chill. Rest. Rest up for a week, two weeks. Man, when I tell you I was high as hell on that bed, yo. Mm-hmm. Literally felt like I was floating. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I'm like... I. Talking to my sister, she was like, yo, like, that's oxycodone is, like, serious shit. Like, you know, my sister worked at University of Penn Hospital, and Mm -hmm. so she knows about all the drugs and stuff like that. She's like, yo, like, you need to be careful. And it got to the point where I would look forward to being in my bed, just laying there, just literally floating. Mm -hmm. And I had that same realization, like, yo, I got to chill. And Mm -hmm. I dumped all that shit in the the toilet, and I'm like, never, I'll deal with the pain. I don't even care. Mm -hmm. But see, and that's the same thing. Like, you just do it once because for you, like, an injury. And that's yeah. how a lot of times it starts. I didn't injury, even know what it was. They were like, yo, he's in crazy pain. Give him some oxycodone. He'll be good. I had, like, it's like 800 milligrams or something like that. It was a lot. I had 50 and pills. It's ridiculous. Like, being in the hospital. Like, when I was in the hospital for my back, they every every hour, like, you and Dominic came to visit me. Every hour they came over to me, like, you need more of this, you want more of that. And I'm like, like yo, bitch, chill. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, I have a, a skeletal pain. Like, it's not, like, they were giving me muscle relaxers, this and that. I'm like, that's not, it's not my muscle. It's not going to help. Right. Even. They're just trying to, they're just trying to make your experience pleasant. Well, they, yeah, they just. Cause they don't care about, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying they don't care, but comfort. like. Comfort. That's what they're trying to do. Comfort. The, for sure. Damn, I don't want to end this on such a sober note. Well, we got to um, do our jewel of the week. Oh, yes. So we can kind of lighten, lighten the mood Thank you, jewel bit. of the week. Right. Coming through in the clutch. All right. Should I do mine first? No, you go first. You kill it. Um, Keep your doors locked. Make sure that you ain't got no broken locks on your doors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People might bust in your crib. You know? Keep keep your keep your okay. keep your doors locked at all times. Mine's gonna be ladies always trust your intuition. If he's not answering and you see the lights flickering, <laughs> it may be time to call your girls and roll out. Hey, this is Jewel of the Week. Episode five. Untitled Unmastered. See y'all next week. Lot of things change, I'm a grown man.